Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Today is back for a Tuesday edition of the show. We'll recap Monday Night Football. It's also Game 6 of the World Series as Fantasy Sports Today starts now. Fantasy Sports Today. And good afternoon. Welcome in. It is Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish along with Joe Pizzapia with you here on the show. We got you every day from 12 to 2 Eastern. If you're listening live on the iHeartRadio app or FNTSY or TuneIn, appreciate that. Also, of course, on demand, Stitcher, Android, iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast, make sure you like and subscribe to our show. You can follow me on Twitter at Craig Mish. You can follow Joe on Twitter at JoePizzapia17 as we dive into uh, Monday Night Football, which actually provided some interesting fireworks in the first half. And then, Joe, as time went on and reality set in, it just uh, came into focus that the Miami Dolphins are in a position where, unfortunately, it's more important for them to lose than win. And we saw that certainly in the second half. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, it's kind of like that first day of Spanish class, right? You're like, oh, I recognize some of these words, hola, and this and that. And then by the time you're in the second semester, you're completely lost and you're trying to catch up. And that was the Miami Dolphins. That's pretty much what it was. Uh, I will say this, the Dolphins seem to be coming out into these first halves of games lately with a good game plan, so that's encouraging. But where they continue to fail is in that second half, where other teams make adjustments. Like last week, you know, the Bills made adjustments, and then this week, obviously, the Steelers made adjustments, and they can't adjust back. And that is as much on the players as it is on the coaching staff and being ahead of things. And I'm a little surprised that Flores, you know, being part of that Belichick group, not being more prepared for that. But then again, I guess there's only so much you can do with the personnel. Uh, I did see a good chunk of this game, and man, oh, man, the, you could hear the silence on social media from all Pittsburgh Steelers nation right around the two-minute warning in the first half. Oh, it was not good, Craig. It was kind of entertaining. I kind of enjoyed that. And then, as you said, eventually it came around. However, the Dolphins, 14, they barely did it. So, hooray, we were right on that one. Yep, they covered the uh, 14 yesterday. Uh, Dolphins have actually covered. Uh, they're 0-8, of course, on the season. Yes. But they covered against Dallas at the half. They covered against uh, Washington at the half, and they've obviously covered against the Bills at the half, and now they've covered against the Steelers at the half. So really, in, Trend, if you're betting Dolphins' first halves, <laughs> you you probably have, have made some money there. The problem is is that as they get to the second half of the game, uh, things kind of fall apart, and especially with Xavier Howard, their best player on offense or defense, who has been extended to uh, a long-term extension in the offseason, probably one of the top five corners in the NFL, uh, shut him down in the second half and didn't play. There was you know questionable play calling on third and 20 with an all-out blitz, and then the Dolphins, uh, you know, were taken advantage of in that spot. And, of course, there was a fourth down play as well where uh, after review they gave the ball back to Pittsburgh. But from a fantasy standpoint, the story that comes out of last night, Joe, is, uh, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster certainly had a, a good game. Mason Rudolph is, you know, not a good quarterback, but the fantasy points at the end was okay. Uh, but James Conner really comes out of this as the bigger story because, of course, you play against the Dolphins, you're going to have a great game, and Conner did. 
And then uh, eerily late in the game when they didn't even need him, he ends up getting hurt. And Benny Snell is hurt, too. And Samuel's on the IR. So uh, we'll have to monitor it this week. My guess is the Steelers are going to be bringing in a running back. Maybe Jerome Bettis will suit up this week. (laughs) There's Jay Ajayi's chance. Here it is. It's coming, Jay Ajayi fans. I don't know. I mean, look, it was disappointing, especially, you know, 23 for 145 and a touchdown. That's a great line for Connor. That's definitely something that Connor owners have been hurting for and that's been trending better. So uh, the word clavicle has been thrown around. So we'll see what comes of all that today. But the other takeaway for me from a fantasy perspective is, and this is more in keeper dynasty situations, was Deontay Johnson was impressive in that game. Uh, There was a no catch call on a, a fantastic uh, catch on the sidelines there that he made a little bit of hand fighting. They called offensive pass interference, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, not overturned. But then he came back with a really big catch uh, right over the middle there. And um, he looked really good last night. And I think if you're looking next year for who's going to be that guy, potentially is that second wide receiver when Roethlisberger's back. I think Deontay Johnson is a guy that you want to invest heavily in next year, because we all know that role historically of that number two wide receiver in Pittsburgh has been very productive. So when big Ben's back, this is a great opportunity now to prepare for next year. We talked about all the big stars. Not everybody's a big star. Maybe we should do that this week. The non-big star list of people you should try to acquire for next year for, you know, if you're out of it in some dynasty keeper situations for uh, this year. Yeah, no doubt. That's a great name for next year, for sure. Uh, Miami side, really nothing. Fitzpatrick gave some decent fantasy points. Uh, Captain Fatbeard, the pirate. I love uh, him. I can't wait for him to be in the the XFL. Yeah, the receivers are he's seven teams and seven kids. They brought that up last night. Um, What? Wait, what? Say that again. Apparently he has seven kids and he's played on seven teams and he's (laughs) had the kid in each city or something like that. No way. That's amazing. Except for Miami. Yeah, right. Well, (laughs) Um, the receivers have been alternating, you know, fantasy good days. Williams one day, Parker another. And in terms of, I mean, obviously, can we put the Walton to rest, Joe? You could put that to rest, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you right. can put it to rest. All right, yeah, look, All hope, right. Hopeful. Good trend. Didn't pan out. No, so what? Yeah, we got to take your shots, right? Uh, Yeah, not with him, though. Okay. And um, <laughs> tonight is game six, Joe, also of the World Series. And I mean, I don't even know what to expect. I'm basically coin flipping in this one. I would expect Verlander to pitch well. I expected him to pitch well in game two and they lost. So I am just going to enjoy this game with no expectations. I think that we would all root for a game seven, but certainly no one has any idea what's going to happen in this one. How could anybody know after the first two games of Washington wins and Houston comes back and wins the next three? Maybe it is just the road team. Maybe it is Washington winning tonight and sending it to a game seven in Houston, but I'll be watching. I'm looking forward to it and really no competition in terms of television. So that'll be cool. No, I think that's what's great about it. Major League Baseball kind of lucked out that this is such a crucial game here on a Tuesday night where there's nothing else going on, really. And um, look, I'll tell you what, Washington, I mean, if Washington should beat Verlander, I think it puts right back into that notion where they, hey, we could do anything again. And that is so dangerous. It's so dangerous to lose a game six because you let that other team kind of back in mentally. And that's my one concern here for them. But I don't know, man. The last three games, it's hard not to think that Houston has the goods to close it out here. And Verlander's kind of due. I mean, he hasn't been great. In the World Series, you see the uh, the ERA historically has not been great for him. But at the same time, Craig, I, I think we're all just looking at this for a good baseball game. I'm excited for it. I know you're very excited for this. And I think Major League Baseball hopefully will be able to capitalize on this big moment. And hopefully we get a good game. I, I, if this is a blowout one-sided kind of game, I don't think it's going to keep people's attentions. If this is If this is going to be one of these games where it's you know, 4-4 in the sixth inning. I think people are really interested. Oh, my goodness, things are going to happen. I think you want a little offense in this game for your MLB. I think you want some good pitching, but you also want some dingers. You want a little bit of everything. Keep everybody locked in, especially as we get into the wee hours of the night on the East Coast, as we do. Yeah, Strasburg, I think he'll show up. I, I, I hope I hope it'll be a good game tonight, and expect the unexpected has definitely been the theme of the World Series, and I'm guessing that will continue tonight. Uh, Alvarez 
really the key call by AJ Hinch putting him in in game five, which ended up being potentially one of the game winning hits for the Houston Astros. So uh, more to come on the World Series coming up a little bit later in the show. But as we roll on, we continue our football discussion and I'll set you up for the rest of our two hour show coming up next. We've got the opening drive. After that, we'll go through the latest MVP and Rookie of the Year odds in the NFL. We've got our Florida Man segment coming up a little bit later. A defensive comparison, uh, Bears of 85, 49ers, Ravens, Patriots. Are we seeing the best defenses of all time in fantasy this year? Also, some Hot Take Tuesday as well. And then, of course, some exit velocity. Uh, as always on the show, you can follow us on Twitter at Craig Mish, at Joe Pizapia 17 Don't forget, coming up at 2 o'clock Eastern today, it is full-time fantasy, and Adam Rodas and Dr. Rota, they have you covered with all the latest trades in the NFL, everything that's happened, whether it is fantasy ramifications or not. We saw a couple of deals over the last 48 hours, nothing really significant or major, but you never know what can happen on a on a Tuesday. We really haven't seen anything in the last 10 years that's moved the needle all that much. Perhaps something will happen this year. We'll just have to wait and see. Coming up next, opening drive, Fantasy Sports Today. Craig and Joe, don't go away. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Then he pivots, fakes, chucks the big bomb halfway down the field to our hopefully still wide open tailback. I call it Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizapia. Fantasy Sports Today presents First play from scrimmage. The opening drive. The first play of the game. And it is time for the opening drive on this Tuesday, October 29th, as we close in on the end of the month here on Fantasy Sports Today. The season is just flying right by. We got some baseball to talk about. We got some football as well. Let's get started with the quarterback situation with the Carolina Panthers. It was definitive. It was decisive. And it was to the point. Kyle Allen gets another week at quarterback for the Carolina Panthers which could set up an interesting Week 10 matchup, which Fox decided to move the time of with the Panthers-Packers game in a couple of weeks, Joe. Uh, but Kyle Allen, this could be his swan song this week. And certainly, I applaud Ron Rivera. He deserves to get another opportunity against a team that's not named the 49ers. But indeed, my guess is this is probably going to be the end of the line. So make some quarterback adjustments if Allen is, for some reason, your starting quarterback in fantasy. Yeah, well, look, you can't judge anybody. I, I saw... A fascinating stat this morning. I'll pull it up here while we're discussing this. But like, it, it's really hard to judge any quarterback based on you know the the situation here with the 49ers because the 49ers have just been so damn good. They've been absolutely brilliant lately, and they're holding quarterbacks to a ridiculous number. 49ers have allowed 11.5 fantasy points to quarterbacks in four games since their bye. Not per game, total, total. Let that sink in. 11.5 total fantasy points for four quarterbacks since the bye for the 49ers. That is unbelievable. So let's not judge Kyle Allen on last week, but I think we can all judge Kyle Allen on the body of work we've seen so far. And the body of work has been okay. I think I think if you have a really strong offense around him and defenses, I think you can win football games with Kyle Allen. 
Is he the quarterback Cam Newton is? Probably not, but I'm curious to see when Cam Newton returns, if we're going to see a different Cam Newton. Are we going to see uh, a different version, a renewed, enthusiastic Cam Newton who realizes that maybe, just maybe, the entitlement of him being a star in the NFL is not going to last forever? And maybe we see a better version of him the rest of the season or the rest of his career? I doubt it, but I'd certainly like to see it, Craig. I'm, that's what I'm fascinated. Do you think we can see a hungrier version of Cam upon his return? Well, I don't, it's, it's really hard to say because I don't know how serious the injury is, but he hasn't looked right in over a year. Uh, I think that I'm in the same boat. I'm hopeful. I think that I would absolutely not cut him in any fantasy league. And and look, we'll see if he goes back. Well, the last to injury was a shoulder. So now this is a different one. So is this a matter yeah. of body breaking down on him, too? We don't. I mean, I don't know the answer to that. Nobody knows the answer. But we'll see when he comes back and then we'll judge. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to try and make a false prediction. I mean, I'll, I'll make a prediction about a player, but a player coming off an injury is almost impossible to predict. So. Uh, I, I think that he is the right guy moving forward. I think Allen can win you a number of games, but Carolina is headed toward the playoffs. My guess is they're headed toward a road playoff game. And in a road playoff game in week one in the wild card weekend, I want Cam Newton starting. And that's that's got to be it. Because I don't want to go down that road of even being asked why he didn't start uh, unless Cam Newton struggles in the last six games of the year. So we'll have to see. And then that's we'll fair. make the final judgment. But uh, we're still you know, a week, weeks away from figuring that out. All right. Uh, second down, Joe Girardi introduced yesterday. In Philadelphia, he's going to end up pick, uh, picking a lot of his staff, according to some of the reports. And I watched some of that press conference yesterday. They asked him some really funny questions, including uh, some changes that he would make and things that he's noticed in, in clubhouses. And the one thing that he did point out, funnily enough, was uh, he's like, I don't have any rules except for you can't have two boom boxes on opposite sides of the clubhouse playing different music. I'm not into that. He's like, what? He's like, I don't know. He's like, I'll go with any music you want. But it's got to be one boombox. So I was like, okay, that was a funny. That was funny also. And then, uh, for those of you who follow me on social media, you could see that I broke the story yesterday. A former Phillies manager, Gabe Kapler, getting a second interview with the San Francisco Giants, and they have several more, from what I understand, uh, coming up this week. And I'm not sure how serious they are about Kapler, but it is intriguing the fact that he worked with Farhan Zaidi previously uh, in the farm uh, with the Los Angeles Dodgers when he was there. So he's getting a second interview there. But we'll start with Joe Girardi. Uh, Joe, I think that this seems like a perfect fit, right? Guy for the job, you're ready to win, you bring in Joe Girardi, and I think that he'll probably have more success than Kapler, and that's no indictment on Kapler either, by the way, as a first-time manager. It was Philly's decision to bring him in in the first place. he got to live with that, and now I think that Philly gets a little bit of a boost in wins, and he mentioned the bullpen. I think they got to shore that up for sure. Robertson, Dominguez, both hurt last year. I would expect Philly probably to be five or six games better just by hiring him. I think he's worth that. Yeah, uh, and it's funny you mentioned about picking his staff. Uh, Larry Rothschild was let go yesterday by the Yankees. So do you think that's the pitching coach uh, Girardi wants, and that was part of why? Uh, I, d I don't know the answer. I, I don't just got to put two and two together. See what I did? I got yeah. the scoop for you. Yeah, I don't have I don't have the answer to that yet. But it sounded like he'll definitely speak to him. That's what it sounded like from watching the press conference. Well, they worked together for what six, seven years, I think, with the Yankees. Right? More when than that. Yeah, more yeah. Than that. yeah. I think he was there from 2011, if I'm reading this properly. And Girardi, Girardi was there 2008 to 2017. So. Look, I mean, it's it's, 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 it's a good dot connector, but we'll have to see. You know, yeah. I mean, well, the thing is, too, is that Rothschild is not uh, 50 years old anymore. So no. it would be the kind of situation that's listen, you could be He's not Dan Worth and old, though. You could well, <laughs> listen, Phil Regan was the Mets pitching coach. He was 80 this year. I yeah, mean, right. You, you, you could <laughs> right. be any year old. But, I, you know, again, is, is Joe Girardi going to bring in a younger guy? I mean, uh, listen, it's just something we'll have to monitor. I guess the overall thing for me is that uh, when you're in a position to win, and you have the talent to win, I think you have to go with a guy who's done it before. And I think that this is the right call. Girardi, of course, a World Series with the Yankees, many postseasons, uh, manager of the year with the Marlins as well. 
And uh, still a lot of openings, by the way. Uh, the Pirates still have an opening, and they have to completely reset everything. It's an insane story where the general manager is doing all the interviews, Joe, with the candidates, and then they fired the general manager, and now they got to start all over again. I don't even know why they did it last week. Wild. Uh, Kansas City, we haven't heard a word about their managerial position. And then, of course, the Giants still open as well. Yeah. So. You know, it's funny. Living here in this area, I can tell you that there was a lot of frustration for most of the time. And it could be also just the Yankee fan base being a little... Uh, here we go. Spoiled. And and look, I'm, I'm a Patriots fan. I can tell you I'm completely spoiled. But I, I, they were very spoiled with that run that they had with the, you know, the core four. And then when they got into the 2000s and the mid 2000s, a lot of frustration in the late 2000s with Girardi being able to, you know, capitalize outside of 20, uh, 2009. So there was a lot of heat Girardi took for a lot of in-game managing decisions where people constantly and I'm sure you remember this, too were not happy with certain pitching changes, certain moves, certain things. And yes, hindsight's always twenty twenty. but it was on a regular basis of a lot of weird things Girardi did that were, you can say, maybe it was, you know, blown out of proportion because it was New York. You could also say maybe it was correct. And it's kind of curious to me that he has this cachet because when you manage the Yankees and a team that constantly is putting outstanding talent and paying for outstanding talent to be on that field, it's real easy to win 90 games every year. So I'm fascinated to see what he does in a scenario here for a longer period of time with a team that has some talent, but certainly not the payroll of that Yankee team during that uh, that run that he was in. So good luck to him. We'll see what happens. And there's a chance that, by the way, Philly has a higher payroll than what the Yankees did. Uh, the, the Phillies is, I think, the number two payroll. Well, yeah, but it's 50% of that's Bryce Harper. <laughs> it is one guy. No, there's no doubt. But they're, they're spending the money. They spent they are. $50 good for million them. On, uh, on David Robertson. They're going to have to extend Real Muto this offseason. They're spending a lot of money. Uh, I if Robertson right. gets a closer gig there. He's healthy. Having Girardi, you know, around he's there. Be, he's got to be healthy. He missed all of last year. Yeah. Uh, NFL trade deadline day today. Uh, real quick, Joe, you think it'll be anything or no? I'm guessing no. I think you'll get one good thing. I think you get one good thing. That's Offen- that's my on offense, obviously, right? That's yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping you get one offensive piece that's interesting. That's that's my hope. Right. That's what I'm waiting for. But other than that, I wouldn't think too much of it. I don't think so. Either. I think we've all seen right, a though. lot already happen that's probably done. Yeah, I mean, uh, Drake ends up being the most significant one, potentially. Maybe maybe A.J. Green gets Well, Emmanuel Sanders, I think, I would argue so far is the most yeah, significant well, I, one. The result is two he scored. So, uh, Okay, and finally, Disney Plus puts out a big announcement yesterday. Looks like I'm going to have to be in on this. Boy, great trailer. Saw their uh, streaming trailer yesterday for this new Bounty Hunter series called Mandalorian. Wow, like this looks like Boba Fett style, Joe. Um, $6.99 a month for Disney Plus, so add that on top of my Netflix fee. And really, it's discretionary income for me. It's no big deal. But then when you look at it, it's like 70 for the year. Wow. Okay. So that's what it costs to have Disney Plus, all the Disney movies, all the Star Wars movies. I feel like I'm doing a commercial. Uh, But either way, that (laughs) bounty hunter. Did we get a new sponsor and no one told me? What the hell? Yeah, we get $2 for it. Uh, so are you going to be in on this or no? (laughs) Yeah, we will. Especially if we're getting paid two bucks, two bucks a show. Let's (laughs) do it. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm in on it. I don't know if I'm ready to go and get. I'm curious about it. It's the Game of Thrones people working on it. And I have a. Even though people weren't happy with the finale, I was fine with it. Uh, I did love Game of Thrones. I'm a huge fanatic. Pedro Pascal, who played, uh, you know, the, the Viper in Game of Thrones, is actually the lead actor in that. Got a lot of good people. Carl Weathers from Rockies in it. Giancarlo Esposito, Nick Nolte. So it's got a lot of good people around it and in it. So uh, I'm cautiously optimistic that it will be good. I'll be checking it out for sure. A couple of weeks. I want the reviews. I want All the right. reviews. I'll have it. We'll be right back with some odds from FanDuel on the MVP and Rookie of the Year. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Don't go away. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. Special technique of shadow boxing. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening up a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open up a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid, open up your new account, claim your free wager of up to $500. You have to be in New Jersey to take advantage of this offer, and eligibility restrictions apply, and you can go to the website, check it out. Also, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. By the way, before we get into the latest odds for the Rookie of the Year and the MVP, and by the way, these are courtesy of FanDuel. Uh, Joe, what is the um, environment like there on the weekend? I mean, I see the video on Zumo, but unfortunately, with, with all due respect, it's just sitting on you. And Mike blew it for like the hours that you guys are on the air. Or is it like packed in there every? Uh, every well, we're there pretty early. That first show with Mike and I are pretty early. So the doors are just opening gotcha. right around okay. when that one's open. But by the time I'm done with mine, especially if there's a game day, the place is definitely popping. People are people are out there waiting when the doors open to get in there. And it's right. funny. It was actually line, hopping yeah. on a day where there was nothing going. There was no games. And that was because um, there's free parking that day. <laughs> so you don't oh, have to pay the 30 bucks to park. So you like that. But um, yeah, and and look, let's what's wrong with looking at me for a whole hour straight at the desk just by myself? Oh, just me. Please. What's wrong with that? Oh uh, yeah, I won't go there. So are the lines long or not? Like like to to place bets? Are they like super long? Like are they ever like four people deep? Do you have to ever wait? Or you no? know, I I wouldn't say. Well, again, by the time I'm done with my show, I'm out of there by ten thirty. So oh, okay. oh, that's yeah. still a little on the earlier side. But Mike, according to Mike, yeah, you're getting pretty deep in there. And the sports book itself, the FanDuel, you know, like the whole. It, it looks like straight out of Vegas. All the TVs, the bar, the food, everything. And it's mm-hmm. uh, that place is packed. That place, absolutely packed. Somebody actually had a bar mitzvah in uh, in that place a couple really? weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So how about that? On a, on a Saturday or Sunday? On a, on a Sunday. Yeah. Mike was telling me the kids were going up and down the escalator. Apparently, I guess there's a private the room or something. So. Oh, oh, at the Meadowlands, though. Not at yeah, the well, it was at the racetrack thing. So I don't that know, man. A different one. Wow. How's that? For, you know, if your father's not wonder, a gangster, I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say you're, the dad must be super into that. You know? Yeah. But I mean, I wouldn't, like a, I'll put it this way. If if uh, if my son, you think about the amount of cash that's going into that kid's hand. The dad takes it immediately away, goes down and bets it. Right. <laughs> Congratulations, son, on your bar mitzvah. Now, I'll take the money, please. I really thought the Jets would cover, kid. Give me Minshew to win rookie of the year right now. What do you want from me? eh? But it was funny because, like, you would think that's like the stereotypical kind of Italian thing. You know, like it's like the confirmation instead. But no, it was the bar mitzvah. So it was kind of funny. So there you go. That's a new one. I'll have to think about that for my son coming up. Yeah, like, there you go, honey. You know what we should do? We should go take a little plane ride. We'll send everybody up there to the sports book and we'll hang out for the day. That was wow. A wild one. Okay. Like it wasn't in the sport. It was in like, no, 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 no. I know. But still, even still having it at the Meadowlands, it's like, look, yeah. I don't know how it works there. I only, I, you know, I don't have any extreme knowledge of bar and bat mitzvahs in the uh, tri-state area. Oh, I do. They're, they're a hoot, man. <laughs> right. But, I'm, but have you ever, but, but again, have you ever heard of one at a racetrack before? 
Uh, no, but I also worked at a very fancy hotel in New Jersey, and I've seen bar mitzvahs that yeah, cost way more than weddings, which was insanity. Oh, I daughter, saw one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw one. This is a true story. They redid the entire ballroom to look like Harry Potter's, like the great, the great room of Harry Potter. They had all the long wooden tables brought in. They had suspended from the air, like these candles. So everything looked like it was floating. It was insane. It was absolutely the sorting hat with like the table cards. The whole thing was right. nuts. It was unbelievable. You felt like you were like walking into a set. I couldn't believe it. And it had to be like an $80,000 event. It was just insane. Yeah, we did not go that high. No. No, 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 it's crazy. That's, 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 that's a big number. Even half that's kind of crazy, too. It is kind of crazy. And, and again, I was broke for like a whole year having to work. Yeah, that that's like a that's like a year of college, bro. And my kids are in private school, too. Oh, my. Wow. It's Gotta good to be Craig Mission. A lot, of, lot of different shows. I have a question sure. for you. Are you adopting anyone currently? Because I'm, I'm making myself <laughs> available. I can't live uh, on this two dollars we're getting from Disney. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, no, we're we're, uh, right. we're we're full here. We're full. Well, if there's any openings, let me know. I will. <laughs> you can apply. You know, apply apply at the FanDuel Sportsbook. <laughs> All right, uh, NFL MVP. Uh, okay, so it looks like at this point, it's a four man race for the NFL MVP. It looks like a four man race, and I'll go over it. We'll see if there's any value here. But here's what's interesting: you still can get three to one on the NFL MVP halfway through the season. That is good. I mean, look, a lot of you guys who are listening out there are not going to bet $1,000 like me on, on something like this. But $1,000 nets you three grand. If you can pick the winner here, that ain't bad. I mean, there's not a lot of time left in the regular season. No. So here, they, I mean, that's that's still a pretty good bet. Um, Aaron Rodgers, three to one. Russell Wilson, three and a half to one. And then uh, I'm going to I'm gonna give you two more. Deshaun Watson is five to one. So clearly he's still in the mix. He's made some unbelievable plays. It would seem unlikely to me that Watson would win the MVP. But he's among the favorites. Lamar Jackson is five to one. And I don't think anybody else has a shot, but I'll give you the names here. I think we are beyond that point of the rest of the names. Mahomes, not impossible, but I mean, given the fact that he did miss a week, he's going to I don't know what they'll do with him. If he'll come back strong or if they'll like work him back in, I suppose maybe there's some little value on him at nine and a half to one. McCaffrey, I thought, had a great shot early on. I think it's evident at this point it's going to be a quarterback. He's 15 to one. Brady has no chance at 15 to one. Uh, Dalvin Cook, 20 to 1, and then they, all, they have to put a Dallas person in there just to take the bet. So it's 25 to 1 on Dak Prescott. He's got no shot. So I think that I would be limited to Rodgers and Wilson at this point, Joe. Uh, Lamar Jackson is the only other one I would throw in there just because some wild bleep could happen. Like, let's say Baltimore goes to New England and wins 41-34 and Lamar Jackson rushes for 200 yards. Well, that this game Sunday night is a huge this, one for this. Yeah, this, this eliminates Lamar Jackson this week if, if he gets shut down by New England. He goes from 5 to 1, probably to 8 to 1 and done. Uh, but I, I don't think Deshaun Watson wins. So I, I don't. But again, there's still some good value there, even on Wilson at three and a half to one. If you had to take a hundred dollar bill, Joe, and put it down on one of these, you had no choice. Who would it be? Uh, I got one that's not on your board, and it's just for fun. But I, I think that there's a good chance. Okay, well, he you doesn't wouldn't lose again. Would do it with a real hundred. So don't give. No, nah, I would. Money. Especially you're a hundred. The way you're throwing money around on on uh, all kinds of things, I, I would put it on Drew Brees because I don't think the Saints are going to lose another game all year. And him coming back there, battling through that injury is a good story, quote unquote. And I think the Packers are going to have a couple losses in here. And you look at the schedule coming up. Russell Wilson start has had a really good run there, but now it's starting to get a little mediocre here, especially when you know, you're supposed to dominate some teams that you, you know, and you're not dominating those teams. Whereas Drew Brees right now coming off that last game, coming off the bye next week, I don't see another loss. And especially some of the games they have coming up are huge games. We're talking, you know, big time NFC opponents there where we're getting, like, if he beats the 49ers, it's hard not to give that hardware to Drew Brees. And I just hope as a as a Patriots fan, it is not Tom Brady. 
because Tom Brady has never won a Super Bowl in the same year he won MVP. Fun fact. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. again, respectfully speaking, if you yeah. really had $100 to do it, I, I, yeah, would, I just I put it in just curiosity. Hey, $100 wins you 10 grand. I understand that. I just don't think there's any chance of, of him winning the MVP. I, don't, I think you're going to stack his numbers up against any of these other quarterbacks at the end of the year, and they're not going to be there. They're not going to be close, Joe. You, you can't I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. And not only yeah. that, week 17, he ain't going to play, man. Like, you, you're, I understand you're thinking. You might thinking, have to play for seeding. And, and he may and he may not. But <laughs> I'm that, saying that is for the, he we're have to the play MVP, for seeding. And he may not. And this is the MVP of the league. That's the difference here. So, yeah, again, but Brady's done that a bunch of times, and he still plays week 17. Aaron Rodgers anyway. is going to have to play. Look, Russell Aaron Rodgers is, is the easy bet here. Play. If the three to one on Aaron Rodgers, I would take that. And I think that's good. And, and I'm not I think a that's favorite a better, play. by the way, either. It's just I got to be realistic at this point. When I well, look at also, it. he's done so much with so little. And I think MVP should always be a little bit about that. When you take that guy away, how bad is that team? The and I think it's so good. Three to one still. I well, and I think it's because no one's pulled away. And if Mahomes also comes back healthy and has a really good run. That that was it plus nine fifty. He has that right now. Yeah, so <laughs> that's going to change nine to one. Yeah, yeah that's going to cut in half if he has a good run when he comes back. Don't you think? Not after one week. Maybe I think I think it'll it maybe seven, maybe seven. Remember, he's got a big game against the New England Patriots. Right. But the, the Lamar well. Jackson is the big one this week, because if if Baltimore goes, is it in New England, Joe? Yeah. OK, if Baltimore goes to New England and wins and this dude blows up, then this that he becomes four to one or three to one after the week, because then that would make some sense. Um. Rookie of the year. Let's just run through this real quick. Murray's still the favorite. I don't get this at all. Murray is a favorite at plus 150. I would think that Josh Jacobs would be the favorite right now, but he's not. But it's close enough. Two to one. There's not a lot of value on either of these. Minshew is back to five to one again. And then to me, Joe, I don't see anybody else with a chance here. Uh, Daniel Jones, nope. Marcus Brown, Terry McLaurin, Metcalf, Montgomery Sanders. No. Nope. So, um, I still like our Gardner Minshew. I still think I he's the think guy. I that that's bad. I think we still have a chance there. Yeah. You want to bet it again at five to one now? No, I'm happy with where we're at. I'm All happy right. with where we're at. Uh, Jacksonville has an easy game, if I'm not mistaken, this week. Look at that. Uh, yes, I believe so. I have to pull it up again. I can't remember off the top of my head now. Who See, it is uh, Jacksonville this week. Oh, no, Houston at home. Okay. So well, Houston is, at home without J.J. Watt, without a bunch of secondary players. This That's is a very This is our big them. one. This is our big one for this bet this week. They beat Houston and take over the division. Or, uh, oh, Indy's in there too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, By the way, let, uh, I was just looking at the last for us. Yeah, I agree. I was looking at last year, too. Who finished second for the MVP voting last year? I have no idea. Drew Brees. He didn't miss six games. <laughs> he didn't miss. I understand Yo, that. that. Listen, it's um, nice. It's a nice conversation. It's it's respectfully throwing your money away. You, you, you know you what? Al Pacino won an Oscar for a scent of a woman. That is not his best performance by a mile. Uh, I understand, but he, you, you can't stack Breeze's numbers against any of the quarterbacks in the NFL. It's not possible. I feel like the biggest number. Time. You know what, though? But I feel like at the end of the day, the biggest number is going to be W's. And, and he Bridge just runs the table, games. but he's going to run the table. I think and if he runs the table and beats the 49ers, he's going to get that award. Now I'm going to bet it just because now, All right, I'm, now I'm lose, angry. You want to lose your money. Let's do side bet. Let's I mean, do come it. On. I mean, no, really? I'm going to bet it on here. Side bet with you. That doesn't get me anything. Exactly. I want 10 grand. All right. I want a screenshot. I want a screenshot. <laughs> I will do come it. Come on. Screenshot. <laughs> come yeah. on. Go fifties on this. I should, me. I should take the, you know, I'm not doing that one. It's, you should do it. You should do it. It's throwing money away. He can't oh, win on, it. For you. Who cares? Much time. This is Disney money for you. This is I nothing. understand, but he's just, he's, it's not a smart bet. He's missed too much time. He's missed too much. At the end of the year, if he wins every bleeping game and throws for 20 more touchdowns he's still going to be way behind those other guys okay, question for you aaron Rodgers has an okay middling 
amazing finish to the season. He had the greatest game ever, and he shot up to the ranks, okay? Russell Wilson had a good run. We all know that this cyclical as things run in the season, right? Deshaun Watson's looked very good, but right now Houston's dealing with a lot of issues. Lamar Jackson, if he loses this game, he gets knocked out. Tom Brady, this is not a Tom Brady year. Dalvin Cook, McCaffrey, they're no, not going to give it to a running back. I'm saying is, if you're going to, even, even for a stupid $10 bet, for a it's, grand? No, it's flawed, man. It's flawed. If anything, it proved that Breeze is not the MVP. This other guy came in and won five games. Think I, about it. I understand your point of view, and that's a great story. But I think at the end of the day, everybody has a really short memory. And when we get to November and December, all they remember is November and December. And if Drew Brees beats the San Francisco 49ers, Drew Brees runs the table and they're the one seed in the NFC, despite missing time, they're going to look and go, wow, that's an incredible thing by the 40-something-year-old quarterback. He is a superstar in the league. Don't discount who's voting for this stupid thing. He will not that's finish, a thing. He will not finish even in the top three. He will not come close. He's missed too much time. It's a gentleman's agreement. All right, we got Florida Man coming up next here on Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Miss, Joe Pizzapia. Don't go away. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. And now it's time on Fantasy Sports Today to see what's going on in the Sunshine State with Florida Man. And welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish, Joe Pizzapia. It's a Tuesday, and Tuesday of the football season... We take a break from fantasy football <laughs> and we take a break from fantasy baseball and everything else. Oh, so it yeah. is. And I need a break. Unfortunately, after James Conner ended Mikey Yatin's season. Oh. It all came to an end. It all, I would do that, a moment that, of silence, but that's bad radio. That touchdown at the end ended the season. I made it through almost four quarters. If he hadn't scored, I would have won. Sorry. But uh, I'm out. It's okay. Gave us some fun content. It was a fun league playing in there, and I beat uh, seven other guys. So I, I would say I had a fair performance. I would grade myself a C-plus at the end of the year in that one. I think but that's fair. Yeah, not a great year. I drafted very poorly. But, you know, I, I overcame some obstacles, and I, and I would do a better job next year understanding that just make sure you take the – oh, actually, the quarterbacks got hurt, too. Anyway. Quarterbacks I'll, got hurt, too, and, and on top of – I. The super you flex know, format was on its ear this year. The like, Drew, whatever you did, how many matter. weeks did Drew Brees sit out there as a quarterback for free agency? Just curious. Uh, more one, than one, one or two, maybe. Yeah, and had and had you been more aggressive and just picked him up just when he was out there, you would have had him this week to play, and you would still be alive. So that's nah, listen. If I would have no, if I would have, you would have gotten him for free. He Joe, sat out. If there. I would have played Joe Flacco, I would have made it. All right. So it wasn't so, about Drew Brees. I made the wrong quarterback decision in the most critical time, and I picked Kyle yeah. Allen against San Francisco. 49ers, not a good, not a good a look for anybody. It was a bad choice, but you know what? I was left with nothing when uh, Bridgewater played 
Uh, but yeah, again, I've made bad choices all season long playing uh, Valdez Scantling. <laughs> when I play him, he does nothing. When I don't yeah. play him, he does everything. And this is what this is why luck is involved in fantasy. You've almost been rewarded with your bad choices, one might argue. But I'm sad because I, I mean, really I enjoyed had that Tina segment. I Eli week. Manning, and I made it through seven. Well, the worst part is now we have to work harder. We have to come I know, up with another idea for a second. We can still do it and see how everyone else is doing. I'm almost who- afraid. Do you want to? You want to go to my flex league? We're seven and one there. Yeah, you're wanna... doing well in that one. Maybe we have to. Yeah, we don't have much don't of a know. choice. I don't know. I don't. Now I'm two worried leagues, it's a jinx. I'm dead in my home league. I mean, I ended up playing. Uh, hmm. You mean I, I all sa- that I... lack of preparation didn't work for you? No, I sat Miles Sanders. When I sit Miles Sanders, he's a great. When I play him, he does nothing. Uh, I mean, it's the same. This year has just. And somebody texted me last night. They're like, "Man, your team is good, but you just keep playing the wrong guys." I'm like, "Yeah, it just shows you. That's why I host the show every day." <laughs> all right. Um, well, that's why they brought me in to help out. All right. Florida man. <laughs> Florida man. Let's get started here. Florida all right. man. A man who was surfing at New Smyrna Beach on Florida on Sunday literally jumped the shark when he sprung in from his board. <laughs> An identif- unidentified 27-year-old told authorities he was surfing when he jumped into the water, landing on a shark in New Smyrna Beach. And uh, it is the shark bite capital of the world. There's a lot of shark biting over there in Volusia County. Uh, the surfer reportedly drove home to Orlando after the close encounter, but he did step on a shark, bite the shark. And in July, an 18-year-old was bitten. In April, a 19-year-old was bitten. You would think at this point people would not surf in this area near Daytona Beach, Joe. It's like the same area every year that we hear about these things. Again, this is not close to me. This is about a three-hour, three-and-a-half-hour drive. But uh, we start off with some shark biting in Florida, man, Joe. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and again, this guy did not feed the shark a beer afterwards, right? I'm assuming. No. no, no okay. No. Yeah. None of that. None now, of that. I got to ask you, have you ever been out in the ocean and seen a shark ever down yes. there in Florida? Mm-hmm. You have. Absolutely. Yep. And what Absolutely. was your reaction to this? Since we talked about Jaws yesterday. Uh, shark's I, been really a lot younger. A lot younger. This, this probably goes back 15, 20 years. I remember when it happened and I just, mm-hmm. you know, just got out of the water. That was it, you know, because because smart people do not go all the way out where the sharks are like sharks in general are not coming right up until the shore. So I don't I would not go that far out to be in that uh, situation. Yeah, I mean, and, if and you're, you're literally you're going to a place called the shark by capital. Yeah, I mean, you kind of know what you're getting into there. You Absolutely. can't be surprised by it. You can't be upset by it. You've made these choices in life. A lot of shark conversation on this show. It is. It's been I've a very noticed. shark, you know, it, kind maybe of. Maybe that uh, instead of the guillotine league, we'll do. Just do like a, a shark, shark week, shark segment. Shark people love Shark Week. You see the ratings on Shark Week. If I know we do that. Forget it. Better than the World Series. We're going to be huge. Forget, forget the World Series. Forget football. Shark Week, man. That's got everybody excited. Everybody loves the Shark Week. I don't even know when Shark Week is, but every week, every year, it's a thing, and people like legit get excited. Like I see people on Facebook and I on Twitter, like, oh, Shark Week. Don't talk to me. Don't call me this one. What for Shark Week? What the hell does that mean? Here, here's another question. A quick one for you on this whole shark thing before we put this to bed. Um, Shouldn't the beach kind of not allow people to go out there considering that it's called the shark capital? Like, isn't there some responsibility for the beach itself to say, hey, guys, bunch of sharks here may not want to go out in that water. We're not going to let you. Uh, No, they will never. That would like put a scare into people. So that wouldn't happen. No. Okay, so they're worried about if that was the case and it was people wouldn't go there at all. Yeah, exactly. They they don't want to cut down uh, tourism in Daytona Beach. All right. Port Charlotte, Florida. Florida man. Story number two, a condom stealing uh, suspect left his cell phone at the crime scene. How about this one? Now, this is Port Charlotte. So let me let me tell you here. I know I, I lived about an hour from Port Charlotte on the west coast of Florida. 
you're not going to find many people living in Port Charlotte, although they have come up a little bit and the Rays do have their spring training there, but it's um, a little backwoods. Well, and that's because they practice safe sex, too. Yes. And and the man, according to Charlotte County Sheriff's Office, was wearing a blue shirt, backward cap. They suggested a post that if you're buying items that you don't want people to know about, you should order them on Amazon rather than stealing from a store. They caught the guy who left his phone. Not the, sh- the sharpest tool in the shed right there, Joe, but that's why we do Florida Man here. That's right. This is why we do Florida Man. And he is, at least for the kids out there, he's practicing safe sex. Now, it's difficult to do that. Um, he might end up practicing this in jail, potentially, which I assume you want to be very safe, as safe as possible. However, uh, I know I did watch that show, Oz. That was a tough show, but that was a great show on HBO. But that was a tough, tough, uh, tough program there at times. But let me tell you, man, uh, at a Walmart, uh, anything can happen. And I could tell you, I've, I've seen some crazy stuff just here in New Jersey, Walmart. And I got to experience a Walmart in Dallas, Texas area on the outskirts of Dallas. And that was an experience. I walked in there. It was uh, everything that the Internet tells you it's going to be. It was and more. And I'm curious, like, do you have the wacky Walmart by you as well? Where these kind of things are going on all over the place. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I try not to shop at the Walmart. I try to avoid that if I can. I like to support the local people. I I, I get that. But every now and then, like, you have to go to the Walmart. There's certain things like, well, I just might as well go to the Walmart. And I'm kind of mad about this one. How do you how do you feel about this story here with the guy who leaves the cell phone behind? Where did he leave it? Did he leave it in the condom aisle? Uh, We didn't get we didn't get that much information. Well, that's an important detail. He left it by the lube. (laughs) There, I guarantee you. Well, I may not guarantee you. I will. I will probably say there's a good chance you won't hear he left it by the lube on any other show today on the network. I would say anywhere in the country. That's right. That's why we're the best. So wouldn't say joy. Florida man was arrested over the weekend for allegedly throwing nunchucks through a vehicle's window in a road rage incident. This is in Tampa. Shortly after Saturday, Hillsborough County deputies say uh, a 56 year old man was involved in a road rage incident uh, in Tampa. The victim said that uh, the man cut him off in a white van. He reportedly pulled up to the guy, gestured him to put his cell phone down because he believed he was texting and driving. The victim then said that the man became enraged and started driving recklessly before both parties were at a stoplight. The man got out of his vehicle, threw a pair of nunchucks at the victim's vehicle. You can see the broken vehicle online if you want. And it went into the car, shadowed the window. He was arrested for throwing a deadly missile into an occupied vehicle. Criminal mischief. And also he was on probation. Hmm. I feel like this is actually one of those situations where two wrongs made a right. Because the guy was wrong for driving while on his cell phone and whatever happened there. I'm, I feel like there's a missing piece. Like the guy was like, Hey, get off your cell phone and whatever it is. And you probably gave him the finger. And then that probably set the guy off. And that leads to nunchucks, which by the way, as someone who worked in weapons for 20 yeah, years, yeah, I was it's say not a very career. safe weapon to use. As a, as a, it really is one of the more difficult things. It is not something I was ever interested in. I see more people hurt themselves than hurt anyone else with it. It's not, uh, I wouldn't recommend it. Like if you gave me the choice, like I had all the choice in the table of all the weapons, like John Wick kind of style. Mm-hmm. Nunchucks would not even be in the thought, man. It's just I feel I feel like nunchucks were a very big 1980s thing. I was just thinking the same thing. Nunchucks were huge when we were kids. Nunchucks oh, were everybody everything. wanted one. Everybody, I just want one. nunchucks. Why? Like a good spear is better than that. Keep the guy eight feet away from you and just stab him with a everyone, spear. That's yeah, everyone wanted want. to like flip those around and they were padded. I don't think I ever had a pair, but. 
I asked. Oh, I asked. I was I was not given them, which was probably wise considering our our whole living room was glass. Yeah, probably probably smart move. Good parenting. Way to go, mom. Nice job. Don't get the kid nunchucks. I did get a bazooka from my cousin, though. Not a real one, but one of those like Rambo ones that had like a rubber tip. And I remember we had a long hallway in our apartment in Brooklyn. I used to go in my room in my bedroom and would hide behind my bed and I could shoot it down the hall. And it shot so far, it would shoot down the hall, past the kitchen, and then into the living room until I got, I like target set up. And my mother would get so mad because sometimes she'd be walking by and then she would just, to the side of her eye, just whoosh, she would see like the bazooka head go flying out there. It, it's that's all adding toys up, were fun. Man. Yeah. yeah that's up. why toys were fun in the 80s. You can't sell that toy now. Are you kidding me? No. Rambo bazooka. Yet Stallone's still making Rambos. So, oh, yeah, I can't drag me to that. All right. Here's the <laughs> final one. Maybe the best one we've had in a while. Oh, my goodness. That's, Florida, that's setting the bar pretty high. Really? Uh, this, is, this is a good one. I saw this and liked it on Twitter to make sure I saved it for this week. Wow. Uh, Florida man was arrested Tuesday after being caught having sex with a stuffed animal inside Target. Wow. Witnesses told police that this man took a large Olaf, the character from Frozen, off the store shelves to begin to dry hump the toy. This is online story. Not making this up. Click Orlando.com. The police report says the man uh, pleased himself on the doll, put it back on the shelf before he selected a large unicorn stuffed animal and began to do that as well. He was taken into custody, admitted to doing, quote, stupid stuff. He was arrested and charged with criminal. Oh, this is the one I sent you last Thursday. I just realized this. Yes. So and by by the way, the uh, the uh, Olaf unicorn stuffed animals were uh, destroyed, according to the smoking (laughs) gun. I'm glad that we needed to have that in the story in order to. Uh, put a bow on this one. So there you go. Ending ending our Florida man week with that. By the way, I did uh, check for Florida woman. Did not find anything worth. Oh, that's so disappointing. Ladies, listen, ladies of Florida, please step up the game. The men are bringing some wacky, fun things. They're bringing nunchucks. They're bringing clearly condoms and lube that they stole from Walmart so they could have sex with an Olaf stuffed animal. They're bringing a lot to the table. Ladies, I think it's time you step up your game. We'll talk about equality. Where, where does that story rank in terms of our Florida man stories? It's definitely top three. Got to be up there, right? It's, yeah, it's definitely top three. There's so many things to unpack there that I almost don't want to. But uh, then there's another part of me that really wants to you know, do a little comedy riff on this, but uh, it's funny. Why stuffed Olaf? Why not like us? Why the snowman? Why not like the stuffed Anna or Elsa? If you're going to, you know what I mean? He's more into snowmen. Like he that admitted his, to it. At least that was the, like was it's the, a snowman the, fetish kind of thing. Or and like in the store, by the way, well, the, in the store thing, that's like secondary. That's like, next level right there. Well, that I have already accepted that part of the story. I want to dig deeper. That? Wow. I I've, ex- well, I've accepted it. Not, not like I'm happy about it, but I could have just that bought it and took it home and did what he had to do. But this no, is definitely going to be the clip be that's done in used Target. on the Internet of this show today. You know that, right? Like of all the clips from the show, this whole thing with the stuffed Olaf no, no, and no. the guy having sex with this. Is I am be demanding it. right now, Sean, that this does not fantasy sports today. Joe and Craig talking about uh, no, stuffed Olaf's that. and Florida man having sex with them. That's it. All right. And it will not appear in the best of either, which is coming up next. And then hour number two is on deck. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Miss, Joe Pizzapia with you here on the program. Don't go away. We'll be back for hour number two in just a few minutes right after this quick timeout and then right after the best of the first hour. Don't go away.
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. As we wrap up the first hour of the show, here's what you missed. We should go take a little plane ride. We'll send everybody up there to the sports book and we'll hang out for the day. That Wow. Fun. Wild one. Okay. Like it wasn't in the sport. It was in like. No, 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 no. I know. Still, but even was... still having it at the Meadowlands is like, look, yeah. I don't know how it works there. I only, I, you know, I don't have any extreme knowledge of bar and bat mitzvahs in the uh, tri-state area. Oh, I do. They're they're a hoot, man. <laughs> right. But, I'm, but have you ever heard? But, but again, have you ever heard of one at a racetrack before? Uh, no, but I also worked at a very fancy hotel in New Jersey and I've seen bar mitzvahs that yeah, cost way more than weddings, which was insanity. Oh, I saw one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw one. This is a true story. They redid the entire ballroom to look like Harry Potter's, like the great, the great room of Harry Potter. They had all the long wooden tables brought in. They had suspended from the air, like these candles. So everything looked like it was floating. It was insane. It was absolutely the sorting hat with like the table cards. The whole thing was right. nuts. It was unbelievable. You felt like you were like walking into a set. I couldn't believe it. And it had to be like an $80,000 event. It was just insane. Yeah, we did not go that high. No. The, no, no, it no. May have been it's about it's half crazy. That, but no, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's a big number. Even half that's kind of crazy, too. It is kind of crazy. And, and again, I was broke for like a whole year having to work. Yeah, that that's, like a, that's like a year of college, bro. And my kids are in private school, too. Oh, my. Wow. It's Gotta good to be Craig Mish. A lot of different shows. I have a question sure. for you. Are you adopting anyone currently? Because I'm I'm making myself <laughs> available. I can't uh, live on this two dollars we're getting from Disney. Uh you know, uh, yeah, no. We're, we're, uh, right. we're, we're full here. We're full. Well, if there's any openings, let me know. I will. <laughs> I mean, you can apply. You know, apply apply at the FanDuel Sportsbook. 